Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. And with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shizmanski. Jared, how are you? You look great. Before you say anything, your hair looks phenomenal. Wow. Wow, I really appreciate that. Joe, I had to take my uh, ID photo for work today. So I yeah. started a new job in a pandemic, right? Like, that's right. That's just what happened. Um, and now that the pandemic is, is winding down, we won't call it over yet, but it's winding down, right? Yeah. Uh, they started talking about like return to work and I actually have a meeting tomorrow morning to talk about like the plan to get people back in the office, but my right. job's in Chicago and I, yeah. I live in Detroit. Um, so this, it was all predetermined like, Hey, I'm going to work remote, but I need a badge to get into the office. Then they send an email and they're like, hey, if you live in like the surrounding states of Chicago, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, or Ohio, uh, and plan on coming into the office, and you need to like come in and get your badge and take a tour. I was like, oh, okay, when do they want us to come oh. in? Uh, and then they send an email and they're like, yeah, come in uh, June 15th or 16th. Like, that's, what? That's like in three days. I, that's I have, like, like, yeah. Yeah, like for us tomorrow. recording right now, it's literally tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I was like, there is, uh, there's absolutely no way that I'm coming to Chicago tomorrow. Right. Um, and my boss is actually on paternity leave right now. So like, I wouldn't have even been able to ask him like, Hey, it's cool that I'm not coming in. Right. Um, but they had an option. They're like sometime before, like one of the options was Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or not coming in until, uh, later in the year. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and click that one. <laughs> Uh, but I still had to take my ID picture over Zoom today, and boy oh. was it blurry because the cameras on our laptops suck. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, you're gonna go visit the homeland soon at some point later some in the point. year, sometime around later. Yeah, I figure I'll wait. So there's only three people on my team. It's my boss, my coworker, and I on our team, right? Um, and they're because the pandemic has changed working like styles really like people are going hybrid and all this stuff like my coworkers are probably only going to go in two to three times a week you right know, even even because they live in chicago they're still only going to go in two three times a week so it'll be very interesting to see like the weeks that i go to chicago like am i just going to go a day you know like right be there a couple of days and go home because they're only in the office a couple of days right so like right it'll be it'll just be interesting to see what happens yeah show up shake some hands get some food send you on your way exactly do a team meeting maybe yeah exactly get some swag if they got it <laughs> joe you're wearing a batman jacket today i am it's like 75 degrees or something like that were you shocked by that were you shocked a little bit a little bit it was a little chilly it's been so hot the last few weeks that you know it like it's I opened Just the door chill. this morning and it was raining and it like caught me off guard. I was like, Oh, it's cold. And I'm like, it's 75. It's still 75. Like it's not that cold. It's been damn near close to 90 the last like week. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. So a little breezy, uh, but I like it. This is like my perfect weather. Same. Like mid sixties. It's not that now, but mid sixties, if I can go outside in like a long sleeve shirt and jeans or a sweater and jeans, like I'm good with that. My ideal night like late september oh yeah early october could be like last Ooh, yeah. september early october it's like yeah. 65 maybe even 60 just touching that it's it's, mm -hmm. it's nighttime it's crisp cool but it's not cold yeah. it's just cool 
there's That's... trees dead in the background, yep. howls. Okay, I'm not nobody's howling, Joe. It's not spooky, it's just fall. <laughs> I knew I knew bringing up fall was a bad idea. Uh, we're getting close to it. A couple more months, we'll be right there again. Football's almost back, Joe. I know you I know you're ready for that. So ready for that. So Joe, we're recording this uh on on June 14th. Yeah. This episode's not going to release until like June 23rd. Yeah. Explain to the people why you're making me record like six episodes in two days. God, we really are seeing a lot of each other I know the it. last few days. You're, um, you can see all this mug all the time now. Yeah. June is a crazy month. We are on a lot of trips in June. Um, so the first weekend in June, we were down in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Last weekend, we were out in Holland with Jordan and Josh. Then this upcoming weekend and week, all next week, we are going to be in the middle of the west side of the state uh, in Frankfurt, Michigan, which right is on. nothing there, but it's close to everywhere um, with Kayla's family. So we will be out in the middle of nowhere. Who knows if I'll have Wi-Fi. I know it. So uh, what are you guys going to like? What are some plans? You're just going to hang out and like take day trips out places? Yeah, so this this house that we got, this cabin is um it's on a lake. I don't recall which lake it is. Um but there's several cities that are like a half an hour away to an hour away. So just get up, you know, go do day trips, you know, Traverse City. I think Ludington's close to it. Oh, yeah. the, the sand dunes are right there. Um so it's close enough to go do things and then uh Joe, Kayla's dad goes fishing. He's a big fisherman. Um, I like to fish, so we're going to go fishing at least, you know, a couple days. Um, Just kind of hang out. If I don't see a picture on social media of you holding a fish, I'm going to be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, there'll be lots of pictures. I'll uh, I'll throw some up on the uh, Big Dead Energy Instagram stories, too. Thank God. Uh, I hope I catch one. You'll catch one. I'm not going to eat it. No, you're a dad now. You have to catch fish when you go. Oh, Actually, no. I think the dad mo is to not catch a fish and just get far too drunk. Pretty sure that's, that's the it. dad mo. That's what we'll do. We'll just drink a bunch of Barry Weiss line and Kugel, just sitting on a boat. That different than what my dad would have drank if he was on the boat. But I get it. I get it. <laughs> it if I went is, out with uh, Tom. It... It'd be nothing but a thirty rack of Miller Lite. Oh, of course, of course. One of Joe's favorite beers to drink on the boat is Leinenkugel, and he wants the Barry Weiss, but he can never find them in cans, and he's always really upset about it. It is true. They're never, they're hardly ever in cans. Bottle, big yeah. bottle people, but hardly ever in cans. Yeah, yeah. You can't have, you can't have bottles on a boat. No, can't bring glass on a boat. Come on. Yeah. Think Come about on. the fish. The fish, and you know the glass. Exactly. You know, all <laughs> those things. Put it all together. Yeah. So we'll be gone for quite some time so we won't be recording next week uh but this episode we're recording now will come out as it should so here we are everyone make sure that nothing happens in the world between june 14th and june 23rd when the next episode comes. yeah i mean if something big happens we'll i don't know whatever we'll record somehow <laughs> joe's gonna like stand climb a tree to try and get some cell yeah, service yeah, yeah. and he'll call in exactly i'll just call in and it'll be really grainy and sound like i'm in a tin can but i'll be there but, uh, if hey, you need me we'll cover it we'll cover it i'll be there for you when the rain starts to fall i uh, i thought i thought you were going with like the friends uh theme song it is the friends theme song i'll be there for when the rain starts to pour Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Oh. I just missed that one. I, I was thinking it was uh, something else. I didn't watch Friends. 
Really? Yeah. Ever? I mean, I've seen like episodes. Sure, but you never like, like sat down and watched the whole thing? No. It's not for me. It's low-key controversial. Controversial. It's kind of what I hear nowadays. Because not from... I don't think because of the social standpoint. Now, maybe because I'm a little out of touch with that. But, uh, like, there's people who love it. Absolutely love it. And then mm-hmm. there's a pretty vocal part of the internet that does not think it's funny at all. Like, yeah. I've it's- seen circling, like, if you take the laugh track away, like, it is just very awkward and not funny. <laughs> uh, and since I've seen that, I've not gone back to watch it. So I'm not going to make a decision on it. Right. Do those people just like How I Met Your Mother better? I don't know. Which is the friends of the second generation. Have you rewatched How I Met Your Mother since the since the finale? Mm. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can go back and now that I know how it ends, there's so yeah. much of that show that is like dries, maybe not the right word, but drags, right? Like yeah. there's so much of that show that like does not move the plot forward because I felt like they like they had an ending and they had a beginning and they did not have a middle part at all. Right. Um, and like, there's just too much of it. Now that I think back, I don't think I'll ever go back and rewatch. You know what I could rewatch though? What's that? Scrubs. Oh, always. Literally always. All the time. Joe, you have to watch Ted Lasso. I know it's on I, Apple. Give TV. me your Apple login. Okay. I know it's on Apple TV, but you have to watch it. Bill Lawrence. Send it to me right now. Bill Lawrence uh, produces it. And Does then he? Zach Braff directs an episode. Oh, really? Yes. And it's the best that, episode. It's phenomenal. I love Jason Sudeikis. He's so good. It, the show is so good. Everyone listening to this, go watch Ted Lasso right Send now. Send me your login. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or just tell it right now. Just shout it out. Yeah, let me just announce it on the podcast. Everybody <laughs> log in using my Apple login and don't hack my phone, please. <laughs> I said please. You can't do it. That's true. You did say it. Oh, that's good. I'm rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender right now. It's a great show. Fantastic. It's so good. Maybe I'll try and get through Korra. I couldn't. I got like halfway through Korra, and then I couldn't finish. Yeah, I I do want to finish that too. Problem with Korra is there's... This is a small spoiler, but it's not that big. There's like one big boss at the end of every season, right? Because it felt like they didn't think that it was going to go more than a season at a time, right? So right. Every the end of every season feels like it could be the end of the show. Yeah. And it's like it's just not uh like it's a little chunky. Right? Mm-hmm. You watch it and you're like, "Oh, that was good." And then you watch the next season and you're like, "Oh, that was good, but it didn't really tie the last season that well." Right? So Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go watch it again. Um but hey, you got some news for me? I do. I do. Found some news. I thought this was a really good one. A little okay. uplifting. Monday. All right. work today. We did. We're not going to see each other for two weeks. It's going to be a little sad. Yeah, it it will you, be. I figured I'd leave you some optimism in the world. All right. So there was a study done um, of about 100 uh, babies, but they were like toddler age. They were like one to two years old. Um, a little bit younger, maybe like nine months to two. Um, and... They wanted to see, so basically they start out with the hypothesis of like a lot of the literature, I guess, of the day, okay. uh, like depicts babies as being selfish, right? Like needing to be taught how to share. Like babies need to okay. be taught how to share. It's basically like the, the, they were like, is that true? Do babies actually need to be taught how to share? Because all these books and all these things are like, 
teaching kids how to share their toys. And what they found out is what they did is they put the babies in a room and they offered them their favorite object. So it could be a toy. It could be a bottle. It could be whatever they really like wanted the most. They offered it to them to see if they would take it. But then, and all of them did, right? They would want to take it. And then they, they would have the person doing the study ask for it back. Right? Like, oh, I really want this. Can I have it back? And they found 75% right. of babies gave the stuff back, no matter what it oh, was. That's so cute. They basically said, like, sharing is kind of ingrained. Now, obviously, that means 35% of babies are, like, selfish, and you got to train them yeah, to share. Yeah, 35% of people are terrible. Well, and I think that's a fairly, like, valid assumption across the board, right? Like, Yeah. I think that that's a good line to draw. 35% of the world, just not good. Not good. 65, pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good, considering how many people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty. I'll take those odds. I'll take those odds yeah. any day. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, how is Ben? Does Ben give things back? Yes. Um, he likes sharing. He likes shoving food in other people's mouths. Um, oh, good. I think good. that's a curiosity thing of, like, he sees he wants to eat and he wants you to eat and he wants everybody to be eating. Like if yeah. he's sitting at the table, I'll sit sometimes in the morning. Cause I don't eat breakfast in the morning. So if sometimes he'll be eating at his high chair and then I'll be sitting there drinking my coffee and he'll take like a scoop. He's like yogurt and he'll take a big fistful right. of it, put it in his mouth and then look at me and then like put it out to me. <laughs> and then I'll be like, no, I'm good. I have my coffee. And then I'll go, okay. And then he'll put his fist down for the dog and the dog will lick his hand. <laughs> and he laughs hysterically. It's fantastic. Yeah, he just wants to make sure everybody's well fed. Yeah, just everybody has food. That's all that matters. You got food, everybody needs food. Everybody needs to eat. Lou needs to eat no matter what it is. Damn right. Dude, I, oh my gosh, yo. We started giving her this new food, right? The dog. Okay. Switch, switch gears real quick. The dog, we started giving new our food. dog new yeah. food because she's old and, and, yeah. and decrepit. And. <laughs> We started giving her, she like wouldn't eat the kibble anymore. She's just kind of like over it. Like Katie would have to yeah. put stock in it, throw it in the microwave, then put the rice together and then put more veggies on top. And then Lou would be like, okay, I guess I'll eat. This. Right. So what we did is we signed up for, uh, it's called like farmer's food or something like that. Like the fresh, okay. they send you like fresh bags, fresh frozen bags of dog food. They tell you how much to give. And it has renewed her appetite. Wow. Well, She's still an old decrepit dog, but it has renewed her <laughs> appetite for sure. And I fed her today a little bit early at like 4.15. Normally, she eats like 4.30, 4.45. I fed her at 4.15. By 6 o'clock, she was begging for dinner again. Wow. I was like, this is nuts and also very annoying because you get one dinner and that's all you get. Right. You can't have more than that. Your, your poor body can't handle that, Lou. Can't do it. Too old. She'll eat a whole pizza, though. She'll throw it right back up. She won't even care. She'll throw the whole damn thing right back up. Uh, what funny. do you say we get into this? Let's get into this. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about our guests today. Yeah. I think they're important people. They are. Uh, they do a lot of stuff for, for us. They do. And they do a lot of stuff for our kids. That's for damn sure. And they're our wives. They are, and people love love them more than us. That is true. All of our most downloaded episodes are of them. Yeah. So. So maybe here's, here's a little listener boost for you. 
So today we're going to be talking to our wives about postpartum care um, and, yeah. and how important it is. Uh, and actually, this episode is going to be very little of Joe and I uh, and very a lot of Katie and Kayla just talking about postpartum care, what uh, you know, what they went through and what they you know had and didn't have as they went through it, and what advice they give to uh, to somebody about to go through it. So we're gonna we're gonna just let them kind of take over for us. Uh, I am going to be guiding questions because I think it would be weird if we just let them free on our podcast. And also, yeah. I'm not ready to give up that amount of control because I'm afraid that they would just fully take over and that'd be the end of it. <laughs> that would be it. We wouldn't have a show anymore. No, we wouldn't. That's it'd, good. Just, it'd be their show. Yeah, because I probably will be running around chasing Cora. So. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Wild child. Luckily, yeah, our, so our child just went back to bed. So. Oh, that's, he's a good boy. Well. He still wakes up every two hours, so not that good of a boy, but he's still a good boy. So without okay. further ado, here's our wives. Here they are. So now we welcome on, uh, safe to say, the two most important women in our lives, uh, <laughs> the uh, the mother of our children and, uh, and our wives, uh, Katie and Kayla. So Kayla, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on again. I'm excited to be back. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Like it, it's been. Uh, we full disclosure. Joe and I had like a, a year in the life of Big Dad Energy back at, in January. Like, hey, well, let's plan out like some some episodes in the in the future. Uh, and remember, yeah. in January we had this meeting, and uh, we were like, yeah, let's get the wives on and talk about postpartum. And it's uh, June 14th, and we finally did it. So six months. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. We it only took us six months to get here. So, uh, but we're happy. We're happy to be here. And now, uh, to to my lovely wife sitting next to me, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Just fine. Just fine. Wow. It's a Monday. I thought it was Tuesday. I already took the trash out. Oh, that was that was a good. <laughs> so we're in the backyard grilling, Oops. and uh, all of a sudden I hear the trash can rolling down the sidewalk, and I'm like, "That's really odd. Why?" And I look mm. around the corner, and I was I was like. You know that's not till tomorrow, right? It's still there. Ugh, it's just the gonna worst. live there now. That's where we keep the trash on the street. I Super ready trash. Feet, the neighbors would know. It would be that's weird. Right. It's a good point. It's a really <laughs> good point. So we just want to kick it off today. Uh, this was a topic that we talked through uh, because our good buddy Florian and his wife Sarah are having a baby, and we were talking a lot yeah. about like, um, and it's she, she's not the only one. Um, Katie's we'll call uh katie's sister's sister-in-law i don't know exactly how that translates but katie's sister's sister-in-law is also having a baby yeah um and the presence i noticed changed after we had been right so like before we would buy things off the registry buy things like that and we still buy one thing off the registry but now we're buying things for moms right after after katie's experience and Mm -hmm. after everything that we went through we started buying yep. gifts for moms and we we're like, and, and it got me thinking like, I think that's a really, really cool thing. Right. So I just yeah. kind of wanted to kick off and talk about like Kayla, your experience, Katie, your experience and, and just yeah. talk about it and, and, and talk about, you know, some advice that, that maybe we can give to, to upcoming postpartum moms and, and talk about, you know, the ups and downs and everything about it. So let's, for uh, sure. Kayla, I'm going to, I'm going to start with you because, you're on the other side of the computer screen. Um, yes. <laughs> so why don't you just kind of tell us about your postpartum journey? Like everything that happened until mm. you felt like you were recovered. 
if you even feel you know feel right. like you got to a place where you were like <laughs> Does recovered. that place exist yeah yeah for sure mm, postpartum was the most unprepared part of birth and parenting journey for me i had done lots of hypnobirthing and planning and reading and preparing for like you know a toddler like far postpartum you know mm -hmm. past those first three months what a lot of people call the fourth trimester is postpartum it's kind of how I look at it and I did not prepare especially in the intense immediate like what thir first three weeks postpartum yeah. so I know everybody's postpartum is different but at least for me um, I had a lot more pain I had torn and I like really felt the effects of that coming home I was just a lot more incapacitated physically than I thought I would be um I won't lie I don't have a great pain tolerance so like I knew <laughs> I'd kind of be a baby um and I'm really thankful the one thing I did prepare for was I made um some postpartum like kits for myself I stocked up on things I still ended up having Joe drive out all around the world and like find me some items and I'm sure we'll talk about my must have products and things, but yeah, I was miserable. I won't lie. I don't like to scare people, but I also don't like to lie and say that it was like totally fine either. It was really rough. It's hard. Like it took a lot mentally too, not just to physically heal, but like emotionally or roller coaster, your hormones crash. You feel like both a psychopath and the happiest you've ever been in your life yes. and the most tired. You're just a different beast. Um, and it takes a minute to get back, you know? So that's my like short nutshell of like, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, was there like a time frame? I know obviously being postpartum, it just changes your world. So there's not like one spot where you just feel like you're back. Right. But was there a time frame where you felt like, Hey, I feel closer to normal than I have in a long time. It probably took me past the six weeks. Like, I don't know that I felt normal in an emotional sense until after 12 weeks physically i mean i was cleared at six but at least three and a half months i'd say e easy oh back to normal is that uh is that pretty similar to you katie would you say um i mean way longer than six weeks um i vaguely remember us talking me being like okay i feel like i'm starting to feel like me again do you remember when that was so yeah i think for for you i remember it being roughly about the same amount of time like three months ish I w am i crazy no you just that didn't follow the flow of what you were saying before that but me like you okay <laughs> Joe's gonna have a hell of a time editing this podcast. That's fine. That's not what you just we'll said. You said work. you were gonna say, "Tell us about your postpartum journey," and then you just said that. That was like not what you said you were gonna say. Hey, Catherine. What? You improv. It's a podcast. Hey, well, whatever. Start it over again. Do another one. I don't like what you said. <laughs> well, it just like take, felt really random. Take two. So, Katie, why don't you? Uh, walk us through your postpartum experience and how and how it like how you felt right after birth unfortunately I mean I'd say similar to Kayla um I felt very prepared for birth and being a mom and we had clothes and diapers and all of that stuff but I didn't have anything for me um I felt really unprepared for 
the pain definitely i knew it would hurt i knew i'd be sore but i had no idea how exhausted i would be i still remember being blown away when they just said okay bye and like just had us walk out of the hospital doors i was like i haven't walked in three days oh my gosh um it was really overwhelming really lonely really stressful really tiring um obviously you're so happy and i don't all of those negative things didn't take away from being so happy that I had a little baby. Not, not an ego of it all. I feel like it took quite some time for me to feel like me again, emotionally, physically. Although I definitely feel like that's it's something changes that will never go back to to the quote unquote normal you had before. Do you agree with that, Kayla? Oh, yeah, you are totally a different person after, which I knew was a thing. But it's one of those experiences that it's like, unless you've gone through it, uh, it's really hard to describe, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what are some of the things that that got you through this experience? Like, Kayla, what, what would you say your favorite? Uh, favorite is probably not the right word, right? Because it's, it's, it's a tough <laughs> right. experience, right? So <laughs> you don't want to say, oh, this is my favorite thing. But like, what was the best product that got you through that postpartum time? No, totally. At that time, it was my favorite. Honestly, I had a couple things I felt like really were the best. Um, one being this Dermaplast numbing spray. And like you can get it in, there's like a blue can or a red can. And I think one was more antiseptic and one was just like straight up numbing spray. And I kid you not, that was what got me through I don't even know how many cans we went through. We ordered like a bulk item on Amazon, I think, or I meant I made Joe go out to like all of the CVSs and Walgreens in our area to like, please find this. Like I, it's a need. I remember like tearing up when I could feel the can almost being empty. That saved my <laughs> butt literally and figuratively. Um, I don't know what I would have done. And did they give you some of I, that at the hospital or did you like Google that or did someone recommend it to you? So I had seen it in my frantic, um, like paranoid research before having Cora. I spent a lot of time on Pinterest and like different blogs and websites trying to figure out like what's a postpartum care kit. And that was always listed as like an item. And then the hospital had it, thank goodness. And they're like, here's how you use it. This is great. And I was like, oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever like had in my life. So I, they didn't say I, (laughs) the hospital didn't say like, here, please take this can with you. I just took it because I was like, I don't know how to survive and I don't have this at home. So until I can get more, this is coming home with me. Um, And most hospitals, I would guess I would say big box hospitals, right? Um, Hopefully let you take home some things or like, we'll pack you a little bag if you don't have things. But I was really lucky and they didn't care. (laughs) You just kind of told the nurse, this is coming home. (laughs) Exactly. Did you have any products like that? Like like maybe you took them home from the hospital or you felt like, oh, I needed this to survive? Um, well, they, they gave me that spray, but they never said what to do with it. And it kind of looks like it's like a can of hairspray, right? So I was like, yeah. I'm not yeah. like, I was like, I don't know what to do with that. I'm not putting that anywhere. I was. <laughs> oh really my gosh, scared. you missed out, girl. Oh my gosh. I well, sure. I now. That yes, I had for. one nurse that had to show me. Like she she gave me one little like, here's how to like put a pad on here's how to put yeah. these little tux medicated like cooling wipes in the bottom here's how to spray here's how to clean like you're on your own good luck the next you know six weeks and like See, come back and we'll so tell you if something's messed up <laughs> you're wearing like that big mesh postpartum underwear 
And oh, the best. It, like it, you would think you would know how to put a pad in that, but it's really hard and you don't. It's the size of Texas. Yeah. It goes halfway up your back. They're huge. And you're just so sore, like just moving your legs. I felt like a freight train hit me. So just trying to get in there, like, it sounds crazy, but just sitting down in the position to even like put something on, like, how do I pick up a leg and get it through the leg hole of like these giant mesh underwear? It's wild. Cause you just expect your body to do something. It's always done your whole life. And then all of a sudden it can't. And that's, it is weird. It is hard. It would be perfect scenario if everybody just had like take home nurse for like the first five days oh my gosh wouldn't that be amazing like they could just help you (laughs) life Mm -hmm. because all of these things that we're talking about i'm sure are so helpful but you don't i mean unless you've had a kid before for the most part you've never seen these you know until you're there until it's done and then they just kind of give you a pile of stuff and you're like okay like what you know right know what with this that also would have been super helpful for a lactation consultant right like if we had had somebody yes. come home and help us breastfeed right away, that would have been immensely helpful. Yeah. I think this is maybe where the um, beauty of having a postpartum doula comes in. Cause I really didn't understand what they could do. I really thought it was limited and I'm, I am happy to hear that like that was sorely mistaken. Like a postpartum doula, I think can help through that period or be a support and spot person that even though, our partners are well-meaning and they really want to help and be supportive. Like they don't have this knowledge either any more than we do. So that's where I think that is that magical person, maybe a postpartum doula that can come and spend some time at your house for the first week with you, even just to visit, to help you practice things and like move, get cleaned up, um, give you some tips and pointers. Oh my gosh. They're like a lifesaver. Oh yeah. Kayla, that's a, a great transition into, into my next question, which is like, what product do you wish you had now that you <laughs> yeah, like, I would have say, gone through it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, best case scenario, I'd have a postpartum doula. Um, but product, I would say, that's a tough one. I wish I had better sleepwear. I didn't buy anything to like comfortably sleep in. It sounds weird, but I had sweatpants. And I had a couple like Grandma Moo Moo 90s that were okay. Yeah. But... They did it like you need almost like postpartum sleepwear that function also to like nurse. I'm sure it exists. I just didn't have it. And something that didn't put pressure on your stomach, but made you feel supported and was like big and baggy enough to house whatever like <laughs> whole whatever setup you needed. You to, on, yeah. yeah. And they were like thin enough that because I had like postpartum sweats. Like I had night oh fla- gosh, hot yeah. flashes, I mean, at night. So like I was sweating, I'm half taking stuff off and then I get the chills. So I don't know. I need these like magical postpartum pajamas if that was a product. That's what I'm saying. What about you, Katie? What do you think? I mean, if there's postpartum pajamas out there, sign me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many things, though. Definitely a doula. Um, I would have loved one at birth, but after birth as well, like just somebody there and like help you figure out like how to put this ice pad in what is this spray bottle that they give you um you know like how to best like clean yourself all of those things um so many things I found now that we've been getting these new moms um that I just didn't know about then like certain pads um right and like the certain like you can buy your own mesh underwear that fits a little better yeah 
Um, my gosh, I wish just little things like that that go a long way. I wish I had, I wish I had known everything that I know now, and I could just have gotten all of those things for myself. Sure. Yeah, and the cool thing is like the freedom online has like a ton of postpartum kits you can buy a big old box that's got like ice packs and um like you said the underwear and you know a peri bottle and all kinds of stuff in it that's like a perfect gift if you don't get it i would highly suggest buying it yourself or or you know adding that as your last minute thing before you come home and have it ready to go in your bathroom so we just it, those we kinds have of three things friends having babies right now and i just sent that big kit to all of them so hopefully yes. it finds them well. <laughs> so an, again, seamless transition. You guys are like pro podcasters. <laughs> I love this. So speaking of new mom, soon to be new moms, what advice do you, would you give a mom about to experience that postpartum time? You know that the, this this postpartum experience that they're about to go through. Wow. See, that's such a hard question because I almost feel like there's, in a way, there's no advice you can give anyone. You know, people told us so much, told me so much before, like blah, 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 blah. But you don't understand. You don't know until it happens to you. You know, like my best advice to me, like postpartum would have been like just making sure that I'm taking care of myself and understanding that it's okay that I'm tired and sad like it's okay to feel like shit (laughs) like just giving myself permission to yeah like it's it's okay not to quote unquote bounce back immediately you know like you're not going to be able to put on your leggings and go be the dishwasher right when you get home and 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 that's okay and it's normal and it's okay to ask for help from your friends and family and and maybe not your friends and family if they're annoying maybe you know like an outside person <laughs> if your friends and family stress you out but absolutely you know being patient and that it's okay to be patient what about you Kayla yeah this is a tough question um especially knowing what I know now like Katie said so being a therapist um for several years before being a mom I knew about postpartum depression. I knew about baby blues. Um, There's really not much, ironically, that's taught to therapists, at least not from where I was trained. Um, So I wasn't as prepared for things like postpartum anxiety. And I know other moms go through things that are like postpartum psychosis or postpartum OCD. I mean, there's a lot more out there that like could happen mentally, emotionally that it's one thing to prepare physically and you can do what you can with products, but it's preparing for the mental toll and like just the freight train that hits you mentally. Like I, you know, thought, Oh, I'm a therapist. Like I have all the tools and coping skills. Like I teach people how to like feel better and and cope. But boy, was I really, like Katie said, the advice I'd give myself is like, it is okay and absolutely normal to be really scared or really anxious or have like alarming thoughts and being paranoid about my kid's safety. And, um, I felt like I was faultier, like something was wrong with me. So it took my own experience to learn that and then get the right kind of support. Like that kind of support can be really scary and hard to ask for, especially since you might go your first six weeks without talking to a doctor or seeing anybody that's professional 
that's hopefully trained to know to look for those things. And even then, my doctors only ask me a really quick questionnaire. They use a lot of times what's called a PHQ-9. It's a, like five to six question, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel okay? Are you feeling sad? Yeah. <laughs> and then based on how you score, I use these with my clients a lot too. Um, that determines whether or not they make a referral to like a social worker. And like, it is wild when you go to do that yourself and you think this doesn't capture my symptoms, but does that mean it's because of postpartum? Does it mean it's just me and I'm a crazy person now? Like, cool, cool, cool. What do I do with this? So I would say an invaluable part of your research, as scary as it is, as a almost new mom, you know, listening to this out there, learn about some of those symptoms. If you had your own experiences with depression or anxiety or any kind of mental health um, condition, you're just far more predisposed postpartum with your hormones out of whack, you're sleep deprived. You've just been through the biggest marathon of your life. Um, it goes without reason to say that, like, you got to prepare for that end of things, too. So long-winded, but I hope that answers your question, Jared. No, it's really crazy. Like, when I went to my – before I had my six-week appointment, the insurance company called me. My insurance does, like, a postpartum de- depression screener. Wow. And she was like, are you depressed? And I was like, I mean, no more than normal. Like, it's the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> and she was like, are you? Right. She just asked like that. And she was like, are you suicidal? Are you eating or sleeping sure. or something like that? And that was yeah. the whole, like, that was it. They were like, great. Yeah. You're not going to kill yourself. So, you know, no. You're good. You're not a liability. No that's needed. wild. Yeah. And huh. that's just wild. Like, I appreciated the call, but then I, like, was telling Jared about it after. I was like, honestly, there's so many people who need help, but who's going to say that on the phone? The way, you know? Sure. Like, to some stranger sure. calling. And even at the gynecologist, when they asked, like, the six week, they're just like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, great. Your your stitches are healed. You feel okay? Great. So I'm, I'm going to grab Absolutely. that soundbite because I'm the professional podcast, and I'm going to use it for a transition because... <laughs> Something Joe and I were talking at the beginning of this episode about Scrubs, um, the TV show, the TV show. Okay. Oh boy, just clarifying. <laughs> and you know, Scrubs is is huge in the Jared, Joe, and Kayla lore because that's how we all became friends. But they, there's an episode it's part of the well, universe. Who's JD, like, so I'm assuming Kayla's Carla. Are yes. you JD? Oh, I'm so flattered. It's hard because JD JD is a theater kid. Um, and Turk's a sports guy, yeah. so technically <laughs> Joe is JD and I'm Turk, but the problem is that Carla marries JD in this situation. So yeah, a little we're, weird. We are, we're offset a little bit, you're right. It's true. So in <laughs> Scrubs, they do an episode about postpartum care, right? So funny enough, Carla... Um, Spoiling it for me. I, know I haven't it. gotten that far yet. I know. Spoiler alerts. You gotta give a warning. So, <laughs> small spoilers, I guess, for if you haven't watched this 15-year-old show. Um, right right <laughs> i'm working on it okay? i know it <laughs> catch up katie so they do an episode where carla gets postpartum depression but um they do a really good job of showing like it's not like carla is just depressed all the time right she like but she right. does things like she wants to go back to work right away right and she wants mm-hmm. to like hang out with her friends and things like that and and it's like it small... looks different for everybody exactly and then exactly yep what what gets me to to my question is the way that they resolved it in the show is having Jordan, who was also a mom, talk to Carla mm-hmm. about what it's like. Dr. Cox's ex-wife, Jordan. Yes. 
I'm sorry. I'm also destroying Katie's <laughs> knowledge plot, of the show. This plot twist. Uh, oh. Why is she being nice? It anyway, doesn't make sense, but whatever. You have to watch the show, Catherine. You'll hopefully get there. this is enough. Do they get of a, remarried. Hopefully this is enough. Do they of get a remarried. Teaser. I'm not going to tell you. Hopefully there's enough teaser to, that we can rewatch the show. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they the the person that gets through to Carla is Jordan by saying like, yeah, I went through it too. Like I wanted at yeah. one point wanted to throw my baby out a window, right? Like that's just it's a normal thought that every mom has because you have just yeah. gone not through the throwing your baby. Yeah. You, the general idea okay, of it okay. is my is where I was going, right? Yeah, you have scary thoughts. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought this up, Jared, because like this is my whole shtick, right? You guys know I'm a therapist, yeah. so I love that we're talking about this. And my 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 question of the whole thing is like, you go through these questionnaires with the insurance company, with the gynecologist. Like none of that's enough. Like, no. who is the person that you who you feel like you can talk to in a general sense? Don't you don't have to name a person, right? But like, is it another mom? Right. Is it another? Who's the best person to have that conversation with? Um, when you're in that stage of postpartum, like when you have this anxiety and depression and, and all the things that are just, that come with the amount of hormones that you just are receiving. Who's you know what person? I would have wished? It doesn't even matter who it was. I just wish someone would have, I know like as a teacher, we always say like non-assumptive teaching, but I kind of just yeah. wish someone would have assumed. Like, I don't want them to be like, do you feel like, just be like, it's okay to not feel okay if you don't feel, or you know what I mean? Like, here's what we do. Not like, are you stressed out? Like, of course I'm stressed out. Of course I am. Right. Like, it just, and it's really hard to admit that, you know, like I don't want, like when they're like, or how are you? Like if they're freezing it, like, are you depressed? Obviously my answer is going to be no, you know, like, are right, you having right, a hard time? Right. No. So if it would have been much easier if like there was things in place to help me deal with that without having to admit it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Well, the thing is, it's not always safe. And with your heightened like vigilance and anxiety that comes with the, that hormone shift, like not all populations, not all moms are safe to report this kind of thing. Or maybe you don't even yeah. feel safe. There's that weird thought that you have. It's like, well, if I tell someone I'm having scary thoughts, are they going to take my kid away? Is my kid not really safe if I verbalize this and make it quote unquote real? Yeah. Uh, even though logically your brain might be able to know like this is common i know what happens i'm not alone um when you're in that moment it is really scary to bring that stuff up and i hate to even say like there are marginalized communities that if they were to share that with some unsafe people um yeah it it's hard so you really do have to think about who you share this with if they're trusted if they're a clinician i mean first and foremost yes that should be your go to but yeah. there are lots of good therapists um you can even reach out to your insurance company and just say hey i'm looking for a therapist in network if you you know have coverage who can you help me find that i can get into just talking to someone just to get screened and then other trusted moms absolutely that's a good starting point someone who's been through it and can help you at least give you an idea of what they did to survive it but this uh, is it would tough. just be great. You, like we have this six week, you know, like post care check. It would be great if there was like a six week therapy session, you know, like that a six is, week mommy yes. and me lesson time where they like, sh you know, like something more concrete than just like, you know, great. You lost your your initial baby weight and your scars healed. So mm -hmm. good to go. You're, you're cleared. Yeah. Yeah. When I'd asked my OBGYN, and I go to a really big, one of the two big hospitals in um, 
Ann Arbor area, I'll say Washtenaw County. We're really blessed that we've got two nearby us. And I went to one of the big ones and I asked like, hey, do you have social workers or do you have staff on, you know, this unit or with this midwife practice? And they're like, no, we have about three for the entire university. And I was like, what? Oh what? I, I hated to laugh just because I'm a therapist. And I'm like, so that means those mental health practitioners probably have, I don't know, a couple hundred people on their caseload yeah, at any given hundreds. time that they could be referred. So it is wild. Like what's it's totally grossly understaffed and there isn't a lot of support. So it's hard, but a lot of GPs will have some knowledge. Like even yeah. if you feel comfortable there and you've got rapport, get into at least in front of some medical professional that can at least guide you and give you other referrals to someone in your community. The thing I found really invaluable were unfortunately, because there's not a lot of care out there, um, mom groups. Um, you got to be picky and choosy because there's some really great ones and there's some really toxic ones, especially on things like Facebook. One particular author um, out there I really loved was her name was Karen um, Kleiman, and she has a book called Good Moms Have Scary Thoughts, A Healing Guide to the Secret Fears of New Mothers. It's a really cute pink book. It's colorful and it has all these wonderful like illustrations in it. You guys should, um, I don't know, tag or link to this book if you can find it um, when you put this episode out. But yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Like, that was my resource. I went to it. I give it to all my clients as a referral. Like, read this. It was one of my favorite things. I bought it for myself, but I use it with my clients a lot. So it's something if you can't get to a person. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just plug uh, us here, too. <laughs> uh, if you don't feel like you, like, maybe you just need somebody to talk to shoot us a message on big yeah. dead energy. We'll, we will, I, I will go ahead and volunteer Kayla and, and Katie. Like if, if you need mom advice, yeah. we'll tap them. They'll help. Oh, for sure. You know, if you, Absolutely. if you just feel like you don't have anybody to talk to uh, and you're listening to this right now, shoot us a message, let us know. We will, uh, we'll have that conversation. Absolutely. I'd love to help get people guided to the right place so they can feel safe and most importantly supported. Hold on, Kayla. You still have us. We're just Ben is stirring. So, last question. So we'll just jump right into it. Okay. All right. So, all this together, uh, I, I the best way to kind of wrap this whole thing up is just ask if there's a next time. What would you What would you keep, and what would you do differently? Hmm. I would do both things. Last time with Cora, I made these, what I called postpartum padsicles. So I bought like packs, like 50 pack of these big giant, like the diaper pads. <laughs> I found a recipe on Pinterest, do your own research to make sure your body can handle what you can and even talk to your doctor first. I can't give medical advice on your podcast and not cause liability <laughs> issues, but I coated mine in um, witch hazel and aloe. And I put a few other essential oils, um, with carrier oils to dilute them. Cause this is a really sensitive area. You're like putting this stuff on and I would fold them back up and I put them in our deep freezer, like froze them. And so those saved my life. I will make those again. I will make probably 200 of them. Oh, wow. Um, I loved them to death. I'm so glad I made them. I, what won't I do? That's a harder question. I probably won't care as much about the state of my home. So we had Cora right before the holiday season, early November. So we had 
um, Thanksgiving. We had just come off of Halloween and then we had Christmas coming up and New Year's. And so I thought, well, we'll just host at our house. We'll just have people around. We'll want visitors. So I'm going to just like clean my whole house with the three or four week old or like, you know, take her out. That was a joke. That was a garbage trash advice. I, I fed myself. I won't be doing that with a second, no matter if we're close to a holiday or not, I'm just going to let my house fall disheveled and like, it will get clean someday. It will be okay. Those dishes aren't going to go anywhere. Um, trying to push my body to do all that crap was just silly. So I won't be doing that. <laughs> I hope, I hope that I'm not going to step on Katie's, uh, Katie's sp- uh, like spot here, but, or I guess your answer is what I meant mm-hmm. to say. But we, uh, one of Katie's friends actually did something really nice and bought us a cleaning lady to come into our house uh, right after. And that might have been the best gift that we got the whole time. Because I kept saying, like, I just wanted a clean house. You know, like, stuff was picked up, but, like, we didn't have time to clean anything. So she sent over a cleaning lady. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, she, you know, she did our bathroom, our floors. and yeah. I'm like tearing up at the thought of that. That's how good that sounds. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, yes. And what a gift, even if you can't hire someone as a friend yeah. to offer, like, and not even so much like offer almost like I'm coming to do this. Yeah. Um, you're going to like lay down and take a nap with kiddo like you should. And I'm going to like pick up an area or I'm going to go do a few loads of laundry for you. I'm going to come make you guys dinner. What would you like? I'm getting I'm getting the things I'm coming over. If someone had kind of not bullied, but just did it, I'm not going to say no, you know, but yeah, it, yeah. that would have been great. Yep. Oh my gosh. What a beautiful that, idea. I know. That's so important. Is like them coming and not to help with the baby, to help with the other yes. stuff. Like that's what yes. I tell Jared all the time. I was like, I don't need help taking care of my baby. I need help cleaning the house. I need help cooking dinner. Yes. I need help doing the laundry. I, I want to be able to bond with my baby. And I want the other yeah. stuff to also get. Yes. Let me sit on my butt. Please vacuum. Yes. That hasn't been done in a month and a half. <laughs> yes. All right, Katie, your turn. What would you keep and what would you change for next? Uh, if there's a next time. Oh, uh, hopefully there will be a next time. Not until I'm over this. Yeah. Um, wow. So much different. Our birth situation mm-hmm. is much different next time, which I think. Yeah. automatically will change you know our postpartum visit we did not have a good hospital experience especially the postpartum you know as soon as the baby came out that yeah 100 like, it was not good and every time yeah. i like look back on our situation like the parts that i have anxiety and then i get upset about mm-hmm. is like being at the hospital after the baby that yeah for hours it felt like six days sure um, so hopefully next time we'll be in a birth center or ideally home um with a midwife and a doula and a postpartum doula you know so we'll have those supports in place already you know we'll have somebody here to help if breastfeeding's a uh, struggle again I'll have somebody to help yeah. you know make sure that I have ice pads and I'll have like the emotional support here just like making yes. sure that I have warm cooked food you know and ice water and all the things you need just so that you can just focus on you and the baby in that moment. Um, Absolutely. I want that. And also just knowing what we know now, like uh, it was, we had, we have the best friends and family. 
And I think next time I'll lean a little more into supports and like asking. Like I won't feel yeah. bad texting my sister and being like, please make me dinner tonight. <laughs> like I'm I'm hungry, you know. <laughs> or like yeah. please um you come over for an hour so I can like shower or things like that. I also think I'll be more with you, Jared. Like put my foot down kind of on things that I feel passionate about because you can only understand so much, you know? Agreed. And like although we right. are a team, I think that next time it's like you're like, no, I think we should being comfortable just being like, no, I'm I don't want to. One hundred percent. Like that's that. Yeah. I think that's a great point uh to bring up for for a partner perspective too. Like what I would do differently when you were in that postpartum yeah. stage is like first off food I would do completely differently. Like we tried a meal service after Ben was born. Like we did not plan yeah. for anything beforehand. And I I gave this advice a few weeks ago on the podcast, but like we're getting a meal service way beforehand. It's going to be like yeah. full on meals for like a month, like right? Cooked meals. Yes. Hot food. Yes. Because Smart. we're absolutely like, that's number one. Um, and then the same thing, you know, like we have this conversation between two of us a little big behind the curtain of our marriage, but like we talk to each other about, we can't read each other's mind, right? We have to no. be open and right. honest about it. Um, and in that moment, it's really hard because mm-hmm. you can't focus on, on that when you're focusing on all the things that a, that a mom has to focus on postpartum, right? So from it's a hard. partner perspective, oh. I need to do a little bit of mind reading, right? Like I can't, you know, yes, it's impossible, but at the same time, like, got to try you got to be a little bit more understanding a little bit more flexible because not even it's not yeah. that you're not understanding hard like you just don't understand like right. your body's not physically done that like emotionally you don't have the hormones like it is confusing and i mean like i'm not yeah. speaking for all postpartum people but sometimes you flip-flop you know like one day you're feeling mm-hmm. great and amazing and you're like no go do this and the next day you're like like you want to kill them for leaving the house <laughs> like that's <laughs> right. that's the way it is so it's not I mean, you can't read yeah. minds, but, you know. Well, and you can't read your it own mind hard. sometimes in that moment, yeah. right? When you're, Yeah, when you're that hormonally charged, it's hard enough for you to, f- at least I can speak for myself, to feel clear as to what I needed or wanted. You're so exhausted. Your communication skills are, like, far less clear and cognizant yeah. as what you would like and hope for them to be. I know, just speaking, I don't know, on behalf of Joe, I'm sure – like it's hard, but having patience for your partner and knowing this won't be the version of your partner forever. This frustrated or angry or um, sad or just like emotionally all over the place person who's exhausted and is not themselves. It's really not them. That's postpartum them. And they might not be the exact same as they were pre-baby or pre-birth, but this postpartum version of them isn't forever. Yes, it's um, temporary. It is. So having that patience of like, I love you so much and I'm ready for you to feel better too. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. And honestly, I I think all of these things that we're building up, like this is why people say second kids are easier, right? Because we didn't know any of this the first Maybe. time around. Right? You don't. You don't. You and, only know what you know. And we know how hard it's going to be. Like generally, yes. sometimes, I think you that's know. huge. Like we, I mean, we just, we knew that it was going to be hard, but we didn't know. Yes. 100%. Now we you don't until you're there that when this happens, like we're going to be somewhat emotionally prepared for for just being tired and exhausted and upset and sore and happy. Process. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. And every kid and every birth is different too. 100%. So like your first might be a total traumatic trauma terror. And then the second's like a breeze or vice versa, or they're both really, really hard. Or they both came out so smooth and easy that you're like, I'm ready for three. You just don't know until you're in it and there it's better to prepare and have plans in place and not need them, not use them than the other way around. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Man, this was this was a great conversation. Thank you guys so much for coming on and Aww. talking about this. I mean, first off, th- we're using you as a ploy to boost our vi- our listenership. So because you guys as get the best listeners, as you should, as you should. Yes, you're so, welcome. The I gift pre- that just keeps on giving. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the good conversation. Thank you guys so much for coming on. It's uh, it's always always a pleasure to continue talking to our wives. Well, Kayla and Absolutely. I are very open and honest, and I think we both want yeah. to share what we know with the world. So. <laughs> Keep Me having too. us come back. I will. Anything to keep you guys from starting your own podcast and stealing all our listeners. I know. Big Mom Energy has a good ring to it. I don't like it's it. In the works right now. I don't like it. I'm, I'm filing <laughs> copyright strikes right against you guys. Su- suing my own spouse. I'm doing it. Well, I'm here. Do you want me to give you any TikTok drama? Any TikTok news? No. I talk- Joe seemed pretty interested oh. when you I mentioned it a couple tic- weeks ago. I talked about TikTok. He loves week. TikTok. Matters. Gosh, there's so much good gossip and... That's what when Jared does his news, I was like, how about a TikTok? Like, what is happening? Like, let the Big Dad Energy listeners know, you know what's happening in that world, the teen internet world. You snuck this There's in some TikTok parents. Yes, there are so many. I'm on mom TikTok and I love it. You snuck yes. in the TikTok talk because you know Joe edits a podcast and that Joe would never get rid of a TikTok segment. <laughs> Joe would I know never you get did. rid of anything about TikTok. I know what you do. Joe's going to listen to this and he's be like, well, what is the TikTok news I wanted? Well, there you have it, folks. It's too funny. Look forward to our TikTok drama updates on Big Dad Energy. Oh, God, <laughs> help us. Well, Katie, Kayla, thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. See you all next time. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you haven't already, please like and subscribe our podcast. We would really love that. We love you all so much for, for listening to us and listening to Katie and Kayla uh, chat about this today. Um, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. Uh, go check out their other shows if you haven't already. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, every every listen's great. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, having Katie and Kayla on. I know we, we enjoyed it, talking to them and doing the interview. It was really, really great. A lot of fun. So um again if you haven't go follow us on big at big dead energy pod on instagram and twitter uh we're doing a lot of stuff on there a bunch of content coming out on on instagram i know the episodes only come out once or twice a week but if you want to keep up with us and kind of keep up with the content we're putting out uh instagram is the best place to do it uh and then you can also find us on facebook if you just look up big dead energy uh, thank you guys so much every listen's amazing uh we love having our listeners around and so happy to uh to keep doing this for you guys so just for both of us i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez and remember click your tongs twice before you use them Dead. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.